should I be excited or just curious? Or I said bad news. Why would you be excited for my bad news? Well, because I know a little bit about it because we kind of <laughs> talked about it off off show. Um, off the no, air. I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad. So here, here's what happened. Um, at work, we've been talking, not recently, but in the past, we talked about getting a podcast. We thought it'd be cool. And I would host it. But I learned that a decision maker at the company wondered aloud, not to me, but in another meeting, if I have the personality to carry a podcast, if I could do it, if I could entertain people. And like that just really rocked my world, man. That that turned me upside down. It shook my lunch money out of my pockets. It... It just demoralized me. So I, that all happened on, on the, the, the last day before a four-day weekend. So at least I got some time to like cool down. But man, like what a slap in the face. That's horrible. That is, first and foremost, that's completely not true. You, you can carry a show. You could be the show. You don't even need me. You just uh, invite me to, to do this whole thing as a co-host. Secondly, it's only being questioned. Like it's not like was there was there an actual statement of like Tyler can't carry a podcast or doesn't have it in him, or was it just being questioned? Um not that it makes like, it any better, but here's the way I interpreted it. It's like, is that a good idea? So you're asking a question technically, but we can all read the room, read your tone and see that or hear that you're you're actually making a statement. You're saying no, he can't he can't do that. So that's the way I interpreted it. Is that worse than me being like does does Tyler really think that his opinion on Michigan football matters or is that is that also bad? It's bad, but it's not as bad. Okay. You know, because this is this is a t- this is an attack on my on my um like who I am, you know? Like I I can't entertain people. That's kind of what I took away from this. Don't don't let that get you down. You know, sometimes people say stupid things especially before a 4-day weekend and I think honestly what it could be is jealousy. I think that this person may or may not be a regular listener to Wolverine Sounds and knows your content and is just so threatened by the idea that a within company podcast could be led by you. I mean, you'll probably naturally take off and and go on to, to other things probably that pay a lot of money. And I think that it's probably out of, you know, a little bit of envy would be my, because you, you've got an outstanding personality. Do you really think so? It's outstanding. I, yeah, you know what? I have shared a microphone with you in person one time. It was great. Just, just the one time. Just yeah. the one time. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of stuff from afar, which is also also good. Not as good, but also good. And we played mini golf uh, once upon a time as well. And let me tell you, outstanding personality and outstanding mini golfer. I'm, I'm pretty sure you uh, you finished in third. 
out of three people. Out of three people. But that doesn't mean, I mean, there's there's third place at all the PGA Tours all the time, and it's not like these guys aren't good golfers. They just happen not to win. That's a good purse still. It's a good show is, is what this is. It's, this is a special 4th of July edition of the show. And we didn't do a whole lot of planning because it's a special 4th of July edition. Um, I joked before, like, we could talk about the most patriotic Wolverines. And it turns out that wasn't a joke. Um, Michigan's coming off, Michigan baseball is coming off a national championship loss, unfortunately, to Vanderbilt. Went up 1-0 in a best-of-three series, and you're like, wow, this could really happen. Even after they lose the second game, you're like, dang, Michigan could win a national championship in baseball. And they're like... If you think of the NCAA t- basketball tournament, they're like the equivalent of one of the last four in, you know, like this is just so insane. And of course, if Michigan had won, we'd have been a little more urgent and we would be talking about that. But that's not the case. Michigan lost to Vanderbilt uh, two games to one after winning the first game. So seriously, who is the most patriotic Wolverine that you can think of? Like who who stereotypes that patriotic thing? Um, football, basketball, baseball, any sport you can think of where you know a player? You know, I I feel like my answer is somebody who is uh, now in the New England Patriots. Uh, I feel like Chase Winovich uh, would be the go-to answer for all Michigan sports, but I guess technically he's no longer available as he's not enrolled at the university and, and, and on a team so i'll have to defer to you uh with this being your topic to maybe who you think is is the most patriotic well i hadn't considered the technicality of chase winovich not being with michigan anymore because i too was thinking about chase winovich being the the most stereotypical patriotic wolverine because of the long hair have you ever seen the picture of the guy who's standing out in the middle of the road in the in the wind with an American flag, and his, I, the flag's blowing behind him? Y- yes, like a I storm. have. I do know what you're talking about. I, can't you just see if that guy was like maybe a hundred pounds heavier? Looked like he played defensive end. That could be Chase Winovich. It could. It, it so could. that's what came to my mind. Um, but man, as far as current Wolverines, I don't know. I guess um, I, I could kind of see Xavier Simpson like like low-key being that guy, you know, because he said he liked the Backstreet Boys, which kind of caught us all off guard. And who knows if that's <laughs> real or not. This is true. But I could, I could see him sneaking up on us and being like, yeah, um, I love America, and uh, you know, I'd, go, I'd go fight for her any day. I, I, I could, I could kind of see that happening. I mean, you don't have the hair flow uh, like like Chase Winovich and, and Xavier Simpson's case. But he uh, mean mugs people. Mean mug, yeah. Uh, lots of lots of personality and energy. Uh, I guess on the football field, again, not not the hair flow, but uh, Ben Mason kind of seems like a guy that might be a little patriotic. You know, he, oh, that's a really good answer. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's someone who comes to mind if we're, if we're talking current. I think. Maybe um, maybe we're just picking like the uh, the beefest white dudes we know, you know. <laughs> that could that could be because happening. that's maybe that's our stereotype of a 
what a what a patriotic dude looks like. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's. I feel like I see, like like Donovan Jeter, perchance. I mean, not patriotic, but like I feel like there's a lot of people who are very passionate and and maybe even political in the sense of they they want to voice their opinion. So I don't know if you consider that patriotic, but I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of personalities on a football team, basketball team, baseball team, you name it. And there are there are guys who are the you know can't wait for the season to to come around tweeters and then there's guys that are voicing their opinions on much more than that which I enjoy I, I enjoy seeing you know kind of a, uh, a player's beliefs and you know what they're interested in and in terms of whether it's just pop culture or just what's happening in the world so if that qualifies as as a candidate then I guess I'll throw in uh, Donovan Jeter to, to to the mix because I feel like he's he's always got at least an opinion on something and I think he's one of the best follows on on Twitter in my opinion. I'm not following him on Twitter. That's a should huge I? mistake. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I should. I I hadn't really thought of it. I don't follow too many players. But yeah, I mean, uh, more more so out of just good tweet, good tweeter. Uh, again, okay. kind of moving on from the the patriotic thing, I guess. But okay, I feel like I feel like he's got a he's one of those guys that always shares like the could be next trending tweet before it's actually trending. I mean, if you go back. Two months ago, he's he was on top of things before they even went viral. He just Dang. right right on top of the Twitter game. Gotta love it. What a compliment! Yeah, to be like the twelfth retweet of something that ends up with one hundred twenty thousand retweets. Yeah, I'd like to to one day be in that position on either side. Really, um, okay. S- sticking to football, Shea Patterson, more or less interceptions this year. I'm going to go more. And I'm only going That's more because answer. he's going to throw the ball more. That's a good rationale. Yeah, he's going to throw the ball more. It's going to be there's going to be more shots down the field. There's, I mean, all these things just add up to more interceptions. Do you think that'll um, negatively impact the way people see him as a quarterback? In big games, uh, sure. Uh, if he's throwing late interceptions and and Michigan's losing to Notre Dame or, or Michigan State. Uh, obviously, Ohio State will come to mind. Uh, then, yeah, I think so. This is uh, this is a season where it's it's obviously his last. He came back to prove something uh, beyond, I guess, his numbers. You want to see him uh, win ball games uh, that maybe he hasn't won before, or or uh, uh, at least you think he should win, and and or that Michigan should win in general. And so, yeah, I, I feel like. Early on in the season, um, even with some of the games on the schedule that seem favorable, yeah, those interceptions I think will be bothersome. Uh, you've got obviously a hot quarterback room with with guys who are looking to prove themselves behind Shea Patterson, guys that are obviously the future after Shea Patterson. So I think you'll hear some hot takes. But yeah, early season and, and big games, I do think that if you have a three interception game against Michigan State, that's a that's a bad look, and I think that he'll get. Uh, maybe more heat for that than than anything he's gotten heat for uh, before uh, in his career at Michigan, at least. Okay, sticking to the topic of Shea Patterson and football, uh, Juwan Howard, I think, uh, mentioned Franz Wag- Wagner. Um, I don't know if you saw anything about this, did you? I saw a tweet with a link, and I never got around to clicking on Man, it. Man, just like, this is an amateur mistake, right, to – name a player who's not signed with your program yep 
that's an NCAA violation. I don't know like where it registers on the violation chart, but it's a violation nonetheless. And it just seems like we kind of talked about this. Um, I think you brought it up as introductory press conference, just like this point in the press conference where he mentioned somebody who's not signed. Right. Am I remembering that yeah. right? Yep. And so the, the, uh, this seems to have happened like for real. Um, he mentioned, the younger Wagner, who is weighing, it seems like now, um, professional basketball versus going to Michigan following uh, his older brother, Moritz Wagner, who just got traded from the Lakers, by the way. He did. Sad. Yeah, very sad. He could have been part of like a true dynasty over there. And a, probably a better opportunity for himself playing time and uh, and just, you know, seeing the floor. But, yeah, I mean, you, you uh, even with minimal playing time, you could potentially have, have uh, tagged along with what could be one of the greatest trios ever, if not already one of the best duos they've seen in the NBA to a championship. So, and playing, I mean, playing on the same team as LeBron even for a year. I mean, talk about stories uh, that you'll be yeah. able to, to tell forever. So, yeah, sad, sad in that sense. But, you know, if he's got a good opportunity, then happy for the guy. So what's the bigger violation? Is it Jawan Howard mentioning his brother who's not signed with Michigan or the Lakers trading away Maurice Wagner? I'd say trading away because they little did they know that uh, he was the if, – if Kawhi Leonard, for example, and at this time Kawhi Leonard is still an unknown of what he'll do. Uh, say Kawhi Leonard stays with Toronto, which I hope he does. Uh, really liked, liked him there in that fit. Uh, but – I would say that it's a bigger violation because he was going to be the third guy. He was going to be that guy that got them over the edge in the games uh, where they needed him. And I'm not, you know what? I'm kind of being sarcastic, but I'm kind of not because he does have potential. And like I said, I think um, with a new opportunity and potentially seeing the floor more, I think he will prove uh, to some people the the talent that he has uh, as a big, even in the NBA. In terms of his younger brother, uh, what I had to say about that and that violation, uh, that's the first thing I thought of again when I saw it. I thought back to that press conference. I said, wow, if he's talking about him, that's a violation. This is before I'm even looking at the stuff now that says it is a minor violation or at least could be. Um, I feel like, I mean, part of being a head coach is you've got to know the rules uh, and you've got to be prepared to talk in all settings. He was uh, – invited on to to speak and i feel like that's where he has the most trouble press conference uh you can kind of forgive him uh because i mean what a what an emotional moment that was i don't know if you saw him speak in game one of the uh, college world series um in the in the championship game uh they put him on espn totally seemed like he was caught off guard and not super prepared um he I kind of started over a couple of things in that conversation. And so even though maybe having time to, to prepare to join the uh, Jim Rome show and Sklar brothers, I feel like he gets asked these questions about, you know, I, I don't know what exactly the question was, but he gets asked these questions where he's thinking about these guys without even naturally thinking about whether or not he can say anything. Um, yeah, it'd be a, a big addition in, in many people's eyes to get, uh, Franz Wagner, but that doesn't mean that he can say that out loud. And he's going to have to learn that uh, pretty quickly. What you don't want to see is any type of uh, violations uh, continue to be uh, handed out to Michigan because that's going to affect uh, their performance on the court ultimately, potentially. So you know that song, um, 
Baby, you're a firework by Katy Perry. Uh, I do, yeah. I think it's Katy Perry. I said that kind of confidently for not knowing 100%. It sounded anyway. good to me. I mean, I've heard the song and I I feel like it's her, but you know. <laughs> so so fireworks obviously fit in with the 4th of July. Um, who who across the, the major Michigan sports is like the biggest firework? Who's that guy? Hmm. And and by all means, take a second to think because I think there are some good candidates. I just want to know who's who's the firework. You know, give me give me one of your candidates, and then maybe it will lead me in a. We, we already have this the same Chase Winovich answer, so. Yeah, so I I already mentioned Xavier Simpson as for an answer earlier, but I think I'd have to go back to him as a firework because he's like. He keeps you mellow for for the longest time, and then all of a sudden he's like really emotional, and he blows up a little bit, exactly the way a firework does. So, um, I don't know if he's the best answer, but that's that's kind of where I'm leaning with it. Can I go coaching? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is the biggest firework that comes to mind, especially. That's a good when answer. He- still getting flagged on the sideline for throwing fits. Uh, he definitely toned down last year in terms of uh, providing a firework uh, in, a, in a positive way. I'm going to go Josh Gaddis is my final answer. Uh, a guy who's uh, come in and, you know, really kind of lit some fireworks in terms of maybe even blowing up the offense and turning it into what he thinks is a better fit or, you know, speed and space and getting guys to, to do different things. So I think that he is the current and biggest, most important firework uh, within Michigan sports right now, just because of what he's trying to do. Uh, we won't know how it's going to work, uh, maybe even in year one, if at all, and, and depending on how long he stays. But I feel like he's the the biggest firework right now, um, and at least has the, the most potential to be uh, the biggest firework in terms of results as well. Kalik Hudson is a good firework candidate. I agree, uh, especially after having a, you know, I don't want to say it was a year where he like skipped out on the 4th of July festivities because he still had a presence, <laughs> but it was like one of those years where you have all of these plans and then you decide like, you know what, like eh, it's kind of the same thing as last year. Maybe I'll only do a few things. Uh, whereas the year before, I feel like it was like one of these guys who just, you know, he did everything. And, and it was like, almost like, who is this? Like, where'd this come from? So I hope he returns to that, you know, attends all the events, is, is present everywhere. Uh, it makes some big plays and, and uh, sets off some big fireworks himself. So I'll agree with you on that one. Okay. Um, in our last minute here, what are your 4th of July plans? 4th of July plans, probably do some fireworks. Um, Going to do uh, a pool party, actually. And uh, let's see, I uh, might go to uh Do you have a pool? Uh, so the the complex I live at, yes, has a pool. The the party that I'd be going to is uh, hosted by a professor at the, at the institution I work at. Uh, okay. I hang out with some friends, man. You know, I, again, I feel like a little bit of uh, a Kalik Hudson. I'm in a new area. For those who uh, pay attention, I obviously know that I'm in the beautiful Florida. You've mentioned that 17,000 times. Although the Sunshine super, State. Not super beautiful when it's uh, uh, 98, feels like 107 and uh, humid, but... Hey, seriously, the, in the Midwest, though, in Indiana, we've been we've been creeping up to 100 in the Ooh. feels like. It's been very humid, very... The sun's beating down. We're not used to that. 
I believe it. So yeah, in the new state, first Fourth of July here, I should be doing a lot of things. But I, I kind of feel like Khalid Hudson in twenty eighteen, where it's like, you know what? Like maybe maybe my presence isn't isn't super important, even though I probably should be at some of these places. So you know, I'm gonna go with the flow. What about you? I'm gonna drink all day, party all night. You know me. That's you know what, and to think that someone doesn't think you have a personality to carry a podcast. That for is, God's sake, yeah. Hate to end that show on that negative note, but that was a positive note. It was. I feel the I positivity, like the negative reminder, but yeah, the the positive reinforcement of like, dude, you've got it. Yeah, it's a um, drink all day. Definitely, I don't know about partying, but you know that'll that'll come with the time. Who who knows? Who knows what will happen? Well, so. the fourth. You're always going to find a party, no matter where you look. <laughs> Maybe go to a baseball game, actually. That's the more realistic answer. Thought about doing that, too. Time's a little crunched. You know, it's uh, 5.20 p.m. Uh, the game's at 6.30. Probably not going to get to it now. But, uh, you know, those are those are a good option for uh, 4th of July festivities. Well, whatever you're doing for the 4th of July, I hope you have a good time. It's been the Go Blue Crew. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Twitter.